eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is Wednesday, March 9th, and you are listening to another five-minute morning edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, where we tackle one big topic or one big visit. And next up is Nico Iamaleava, the five-star quarterback, number three overall prospect in the 2023 class out of Downey, California. Hit the road this past weekend, the first weekend of the quiet period where there were visits scattered across the country. He made it out to Tennessee and to discuss that visit and to kind of get a breakdown of, of how it went for Iamaleava. I've got Ryan Callahan. He's the recruiting editor and recruiting insider over at Go Vols 24-7. Ryan, how are we doing and, and how did it go with Nico? Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, with with Nico, it was it was a big visit, as as you said, and it it felt like one <laughs> throughout the visit. This felt like an official visit um, in a lot of ways. It was longer than an official visit is allowed to be. It was a three plus day visit. Uh, his family arrived in Knoxville on on Thursday evening. Stayed through the weekend. Didn't leave until Monday morning. So uh, they spent a lot of time in town. They had just been to Tennessee once before for the Vanderbilt game at the end of the regular season. Uh, so Tennessee getting him back there and getting to show him everything uh, from a basketball game to, to just a, a ton of time that he spent with coaches. He went to a couple softball games to watch his cousin play. His cousin plays at Tennessee as a sophomore infielder. Uh, so so got to do things like that. And, and just everywhere he went, got a ton of attention uh, from Tennessee fans and things like that. Had his name painted on the famous rock on Tennessee's campus when he arrived. His name was on a, a downtown marquee at the Tennessee Theater. So uh, just just uh, a lot of things that, that made it clearly a big deal for Tennessee as they're kind of all in on him at the quarterback position. And, and there's a photo that went viral. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, Nico Yamaleava coming out of a, well, it looks like a Mercedes SUV of sorts through the sunroof with a couple coaches flanked uh, to his side. We've got a Tennessee helmet on the hood of the car and they're going through a tunnel or, or some sort of, uh, I think maybe like an entryway uh, to the stadium. Mm -hmm. This seemed like such a big deal for Tennessee. Obviously, they're battling some big name schools, the Oregons, the Bamas, the Georgias for this number three quarterback in the country, right behind Arch Manning and right behind USC commit Malachi Nelson. It, it felt like this was a very, very important weekend for Josh Heupel. No question. It's it's definitely not typical to see unofficial visits that are treated like this in, in March. And, and obviously the quarterback position, everything's accelerated, but for them to, to, to be in the race for a guy like this at the quarterback position, we've seen Tennessee so far take kind of a national approach at the quarterback spot. And, and you have to, obviously most places, but 
but Tennessee has not really backed down from any any challenge so far at the quarterback spot. And there was a lot of skepticism early on that with guys like Ian Maliava that Tennessee, given its its recent, I guess, lack of of major success, uh, that it would be able to to be in the running for a guy like that. But they they they're confident in their ability to develop quarterbacks, Josh Heupel and, and his staff, and and what that offense can do. And and to their credit, they've worked their way into the mix. So yeah, this was a this was a huge deal for them. They've shown some staying power in this and become more of a factor. It seems as it's as it's gone along. And, and this visit in in particular, I think, really solidified Tennessee's standing as as one of the top schools in the running for him. And, and now already his family's talking about coming back to Knoxville next month, uh, probably the weekend of April 9, when Tennessee's having sort of a modified spring game. They're not having a true spring game this year because of stadium renovations, but already planned to come back next month as he as he kind of works toward a decision that might come as early as the end of April from what we hear. Yeah, Ryan has the full update with the full quotes over at Goalfuls 24-7. You can catch that over on the website. And this was big, not only because they're, it's a quarterback, right? And, and you have a cornerstone of a, of a certain class, but Josh Heupel is, is beginning to kind of get his footing there in Knoxville, a, a top 20 class right Right now, it's early. We're in mid-March or early March, if, if you want to say that. Number four among SEC programs. There's a four commitments on the list right now. What do you envision this staff and this program being able to do on the recruiting trail in the coming months as we head into the spring? And how pivotal will this be for that staff to get a good group in 2023? Yeah, it, it's huge. They, they've, they had a lot of challenges last year after he was hired in late January. You know, He came in after Jeremy Pruitt's firing uh, at kind of a bad time about a week before National Signing Day he was hired uh, and they were just sort of behind the eight ball in, in every possible way from the time he took the job and, and had an extended dead period to deal with for his first four plus months in Knoxville so uh, just had so many challenges to overcome they, they, they just couldn't build a lot of momentum early on with big time prospects because of all of those challenges including the dead period and now you see this staff's kind of caught up in a lot of ways. And I think maybe the biggest evidence of that is some of their early commitments they have in the 2023 class. You know, they've got a guy like Ethan Davis, who's a top 200 player nationally out of the Atlanta area. Uh, that, that was a huge pickup early on, a four-star tight end. And so, so having guys like that already in the class, I think already shows where, where this staff is in much better shape. Uh, four early commitments for the 2023 class, pretty, a pretty good number for Tennessee normally at this point there. One, it's not it's not out of the ordinary for them to only have one or two because of how much out of state recruiting they do. So, uh, no doubt, it's uh, that they're in a much better better spot now. The NCA investigation that they kind of dealt with last year, it's not over, but they've effectively put it behind them in a lot of ways, especially because they've self imposed a bowl ban or said they're not going to self impose a bowl ban. So that's kind of out of sight, out of mind for a lot of kids, and I think that's really helped them in recruiting. You know, one thing that would give me a lot of optimism if I'm a Tennessee fan is the fact that Josh Heupel is showing some energy as a recruiter. But I think most recently when he was at UCF, proved to be a really, really good evaluator, right? And I feel like if you're a Tennessee, if, if, if you're in Arkansas, if, if you're, you know, kind of a South Carolina type of program in the SEC right now, uh, trying to knock down the Giants, right? That, you know, the defending national champion in, in Georgia or, or Bama or even LSU, which recently won a national title as well. You have to hit on some of the risks that you take. You have to be able to really hone in and, and kind of figure out, all right, this is a guy that's going to be able to help us. And he's 
flying under the radar a bit. Have you seen that from this staff? And 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 do you kind of see them being able to, you know, find maybe some of those hidden gems or or unearth some guys that may be overlooked by some other SEC schools? Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think you know, there were a lot of questions, and that was probably the biggest question about when Josh Heupel was hired, uh, because everyone knows, especially in the SEC, you've got to be able to recruit on on some level uh, to to be able to to compete with obviously some of the best teams in the country. And and they, you know, he didn't have much of a track record to show people at UCF, but it's it's a totally different world at UCF compared to I think what you can attract at Tennessee. And he's shown that he's. He's he's gotten after it. He's uh, he's pretty active in recruiting. You, you, you know, when you talk to top targets, they're talking to Josh Heupel personally about as much as anybody on the staff in a lot of cases. So he he really has, I think, impressed some people with how he's attacked recruiting, uh, how he's viewed it. And, and but on the evaluation side, I think Tennessee has done a good job with that. That's one of the things they did last year. They got in on some guys in the summer and, and into the early fall who, by the time signing day rolled around, were ranked higher. Guys. Uh, like Caleb Webb stands out. He was a former East Carolina commitment, low, lower mid-range three-star guy at one point, and it ends up being in the top 247 by signing day, and Tennessee flips him uh, after after beating out Michigan and Louisville for him. So uh, some things like that where Tennessee was in on some guys earlier who were probably better than what they were seen as nationally at that time. So I think that is a, an example of what you're talking about. Yeah, Tennessee, a program to watch in the recruiting trail heading in the spring. Also, obviously, the commitment or the recruitment of Nico Iamaleava, the five-star quarterback from California, another big topic to monitor. You can catch it over over at Gold Balls 24-7. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks, Blair. All right, that is Ryan Callahan. You can follow him on Twitter at RyanCallahan247. For Ryan and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 5-Minute Morning Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast feed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.